Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show that's approved for robot consumption. My name is Blake Walker, here with me today, as always, a man that looks way better in Floyd Mayweather's Mortal Kombat costume, Brian Phillips. <laughs> Which is great, because it's a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Why was he wearing that? Y'all can't see, Why he's, was he he's trying it? to be John Cena, you can't see me. <laughs> you can't see you this. this. Alright, so we're going to bring you a little bit of Gamescom news today. No, not everything. We don't want to throw a whole bunch of this stuff at you. It's kind of mind-numbing after a while. A little bit, a little bit. Just a little bit. And then we've got uh, some other little bits to talk about. So, here we go. Here we go. Here we go now. <laughs> One foot this time. <laughs> Left foot again. <laughs> Chris Watt. Everybody clap your hands. Okay, so you talked about somebody causing a little bit of a disturbance at work uh, with the kid in the elevator oh, geez. last week. So I've got a story of my own to bring to the table this week. Do tell me. This, is, this happened actually last week. So I work in a place. I work in a place downtown Indy. They call it an artisanal market. It's Ooh. pretty much just a high-end butcher shop. And uh, it's really cool. It's like one of the coolest places downtown. Um, I'm really lucky that I get to work there. That's how I feel because <laughs> it's it's just a really cool environment. Um, and everybody, everybody, all the customers, everybody, real chill. Everybody comes in. They already know what they need most of the time. Blah blah blah. blah. This lady, <clears throat> this lady, the other day, it's middle of the day. Uh, we're not very busy. She comes in. And all, everybody, like the butchers are not in the shop. Usually they're there. They'll answer your question, you know. It's just me and the sandwich guy. And he's busy. He's making a bunch of sandwiches. So she comes in and she says, do you have any of this specific kind of ham? And I'm like, sure, we probably have, insert specific name of ham here. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go check on that. So I asked the sandwich guy, I'm like, hey, we have any of this in the, in the case? And he's like, no, nah, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay, well, we might have some in the retail freezer cooler. Let me go over there and check. So I go over and start digging through, and I'm like, sorry, we we don't. She's like, okay. And she's getting a little bit huffy at this point, which which is kind of silly. And she's like, can I go over to your guys' production facility and pick some up? And I'm like, eh, they don't do any retail sales over there. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, she says, well, that's just not going to work. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'll call well. them. So, so I called them, and I'm like, hey, do you have any of blah, 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 this ham there? And she, they're like, uh, yeah. Can you sell it to this lady? No. no. <laughs> we don't do any retail sales. So I hang up the phone, and she's just staring at me, waiting on me to get off the phone. And I said, ma'am, I'm sorry, but uh, they don't do any retail sales, like I said. And uh, we can get some here for you tomorrow. And she looks at me and she just goes, well, that's not going to work for me. Oh, and she storms to the front door, slams it open with both hands. We're talking about a woman that's like five foot six right now. All her force slams the front door and just goes, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. I just, and I just go, <laughs> you know, like, how can you not laugh at this? And I just turn to the sandwich guy. I'm like, hey, man. 
never seen anybody get that bent out of shape over a pound and a half of ham before. Like, what's going on in this lady's life? Or what is it that she's getting this upset about? how, How sad is your life? That you're getting that mad. I feel like that's a Dane Cook joke or something where he comes home and the ice cream is gone. He's like, I just, I really wanted that ice cream, man. <laughs> Dane Cook, I forgot he even existed. Yep, yep. Forgot he was a guy. <laughs> it's probably for the better. Yeah, oh, man. probably right about that. Uh, just, I, this, uh, it's, I'm assuming she was a middle-aged woman. She was. She was a little older. Yeah. Yeah. A little older. Probably retired, close to retire age. <laughs> that's even better. So, yeah, yeah. It was like, okay. That's, that's um, yeah, that's ridiculous. And then we're immediately like, well, better check Yelp, you know? <laughs> yep, <laughs> Here yep. we go. Oh, there's, there's Ham a... Lady Strikes again. <laughs> Ham Lady I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get our tech news out of the way real quick here. Yes, a little, uh, a little really... bit by bit PSA. Oh, PSA. So the Galaxy Note 8 was just announced last week, yes. which is exciting for Samsung Note fans everywhere. Uh, sporting a 6.3-inch screen, mm. which is like crazy big. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Lots of real estate for all your <laughs> pen scribbling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah uh, it's a pretty cool phone. Has some great specs. A lot of uh, downsides. If you want to watch, you know... Uh, there's a lot of comparisons already on YouTube mm-hmm. of the phone against like even Samsung's previous models. It's a little bit pricey for what it is. Sure. Um, but that's actually what this PSA is about. Because if you were a Galaxy Note 7 owner, there is a place on Samsung's website that you can go to. And if you put in the email address you associated with that phone when you set it up initially, they... They will have that proof of purchase, and they will immediately give you $425 off Mm. of the Note 8. And it does require you to trade in the phone that you were given in exchange for the Note 7 when you had to turn it back in. And it has to be, it is, there's a stipulation on the condition of that phone. You know, it's Mm got to be in very good condition to get the full 425. But, um, yeah, so that's not anything to bat an eye at, you know, like that's... Fit almost fifty percent. Yeah, off I was gonna say that's a good of chunk phone. of what they of the price there. Yeah, so if you're if you're interested, it's a little bit hidden on Samsung's <laughs> website. They don't. I don't think they really want you to find it, but uh, they will honor that. So well, anything not to talk about the Note Seven. I'm sure they're they're like, listen, any of you who find this just to help you forget about it more just give us your old stuff and we'll we'll trade it in it's fine we'll just then that'll be the end of it yes. like, yeah, yeah this is it we'll never speak of this again <laughs> gamescom bro yes gamescom it's uh, for anybody that doesn't know it's like e3 but it takes place in cologne germany and uh, it's actually much bigger than e3 is mm-hmm. um, a lot more global um than e3 is too a lot more people go physically go to it right yeah, yeah, has a much higher attendance. Um, so in 2016, Gamescom had 345,000 attendees, with 300 or wow, with 30,500 trade visitors. So I'm guessing that's people in the industry. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and they had 877 exhibitors. So lots of studios showing up for this thing. Mm. Like when you think, you know, the big three is only three out of that 877. Right. 
E3 this year had uh, 68,400 okay. people show up. So we're we're talking about a pretty pretty substantial yeah. difference uh, between the two in attendance numbers. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like E3 gets a lot of coverage because it takes place in the U.S. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, just the fact that that Gamescom isn't in America probably is something that makes it shunned away. Yeah, yeah. People don't like take it as seriously or something in the U.S., but it's it's a big deal everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the big three you know (laughs) yeah it's like soccer exactly so the big three uh gaming companies obviously microsoft sony nintendo Mm -hmm. they they bring announcements to it just like they do at e3 because you know they're a global company they're not just in the u.s Mm -hmm. even though they tend to cater i feel like a little bit yeah you know people in the united states Um, america and japan yeah so yeah I don't know if you just want to start. You want to start us off sure. here with yeah, Microsoft. Yeah. Let me just crank this stuff out here. So Microsoft announced that over a hundred games would receive "quote unquote" enhancement updates on Xbox One. Uh, Halo Five will get a 4K update. Titanfall Two, Fallout Four, Recore, and all you know a bunch of others. Uh, supplies to previous titles as well. Uh, many new titles in production will launch with enhancement patches. Uh, they name-dropped Battlefront 2, Assassin's Creed Origins, Wolfenstein 2, which I am pumped so jazzed for. And, oh, and FIFA 18, if that's your jam. Oh, oh, that's on there. <laughs> they did say Speaking that, Speaking of soccer. Speaking of soccer. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's uh, that was kind of expected. Sure, you know? yeah, yeah. They announced a couple of them at E3, and now they're saying... You know, well, this was, I mean, this was the moment where they've already announced the ox, they've announced the power, Mm -hmm. they've announced the price. This was the event for announcing the release, or the official pre-order date, and announcing the release date wouldn't change. Yeah. So, um, I think they didn't really have much to show other than that, because we talked about last week, Crackdown 3 got uh, delayed. Yeah. Which was like the heavy hitter uh, alongside Forza. So, I think. This was something they just had to come out with and say, there is a reason to buy it this year. Yeah, look <laughs> at all, all the games you have will look better. Look at all these enhancements that you'll get. Yeah. So, interesting, interesting. Um, speaking of the pre-orders, though, they went live like the moment the show ended. Sure. And they sold out on Amazon in under two hours. Of course. Two hours. Classic. Gone. And... Uh, yeah, I'm going to tack something else on there real quick, too. They actually discontinued the original Xbox One today. Yes, yes, I saw that. It's just done. No more. It's gone. It's just the S and the X now. I guess, you know, if at this point, if if you're, if you're if the the Ox is the future of... <laughs> the future of the current generation, which sounds funny to that say sounds that. sounds really strange, yeah. Um... <laughs> And you wanna you want people to just not you, you you don't want to have to cater to that initial launch console. I mean, you may as well drop it off and push people to go you know go towards the go towards the S, go towards the Ox, go pick yep. up the new one. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the S is even I think it might have even been cheaper mm. than the OG uh, Xbox One was. 
at, or at, at this point that's probably why they stopped it's like why i keep producing something mm-hmm. that's <laughs> almost obsolete compared to these new ones sure but i guess i have a piece of history now yeah one of the original launch xbox ones <laughs> disk drive has never worked. Yeah, i was say no working disk drive <laughs> yeah womp 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 Oh, oh man. man, you want to talk about Cuphead? Of course I want to talk about Cuphead. Who do you think let, I am, Blake Walker? <laughs> I know, you've been looking forward to this game for so long, it's and just, they let people play it at Gamescom. Oh man, it the way the, the way that it looked, the way that people had reviewed it, it sounds more and more I feel like I feel like Dark Souls has kind of become a game style uh in the way that, you know, um metroidvania was you know it's like Mm -hmm. um it's punishing yeah yeah it's just (laughs) that's and that's what we're picking up here is is that cuphead is like a beat him down hard rapid fire shooter you gotta be quick you better you better avoid you know you better you better hit that one spot in the screen that stuff isn't going to be flying at you to be able to keep Mm -hmm. going it's pretty crazy. They, I think uh, the review that I read of the gameplay, they talked about how if you go back to like Super Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. World 1-1, you can even, I mean, I'm sure you even know, everyone knows, there's two Goombas at the very start. Yep. Like you run, you jump on one, you jump over a pipe or something and hit the other one. Mm-hmm. And then there's a mushroom and yeah. You know, every time you boot up Super Mario Bros., those two Goombas are going to be right there. And you know the timing of when you need to jump to hit both of them. This game is very similar to that, they said, but there's an element to it where there's like a procedural procedural generation element to it Mm. where the enemies will suddenly, on your fourth attempt, change direction. And they'll be coming from a different Mm. place. So while you've been trying to adapt just to beat this section of the level, now everything's different all of a sudden, adding another layer of complexity on top of that. Now, which I think is interesting. You know, you know what the original Dark Souls was, right? Uh, no. The original Dark Souls in the, that genre was Battletoads. Battletoads. <laughs> I hear that game is impossible. I have it. I've never even played it. I've tried. And failed miserably. <laughs> Didn't even make it past the first level. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that hard? Well, so I didn't. I I didn't grow up with a Genesis. So yeah. uh, when you didn't have to play Lion King like the rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough life. I even. I think I even tried to play it two player uh, with my friend Hayden Gertz, who's been on the show a couple times, and of course. He he's he grew up, that that was those were his jam, and I'm 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 trying to keep up. I'm like, uh, I can't. I don't. Did I pick something up? Am I on a bike now? What's happening? <laughs> so that's what Cuphead's looking like. Yep. And I know at one point, like way back in one of the early episodes, you were talking about how you were concerned that the platforming sections would be kind of shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. Um. It doesn't look like they're gonna be, it, from from what I've seen. Yeah, it from from the way that it looks, my initial reaction, my my initial reaction to what they did was that they went, all right, you guys you guys want more than just boss battles? Well, here's we'll throw in some platforming. Fine, take it. But then, <laughs> sure. but 
Then some disgruntled employee over a weekend was like, I'll give you platforming. Every platform will be a boss fight. (laughs) You'll have to platform across bosses. (laughs) Platform across bosses. Yeah. I mean, it's, it looks tough, man. It really does. I'm looking forward to giving it a shot at Mm -hmm. some point though here. Next up is our, our, uh, treasured I don't, I don't know how, how to how to describe it it's our, our treasure early adoption game that we've been following for quite some time yep in before it was cool yeah so everybody was excited because player notes battlegrounds was coming to console i thought all right people who don't have pcs gaming pcs can join in because the hype that is built around this is insane like yep the the fact that they are like if you boot it up there's a there's a little tab on the right now that says read our rules of conduct (laughs) (laughs) because they've had people get so involved with it that people will watch other people's streams uh that are playing on twitch and i think you had you had mentioned what was what was the was horn banning oh yeah that's the newest thing it's like yeah getting banned for honking the horn the newly implemented horn <laughs> in the cars um just like following a streamer around finding them at a server and just laying on the horn while they're trying <laughs> to stream <laughs> people are getting banned for it so the fact that people are are playing it so much that new little things like that are getting ruined <laughs> Just shows how much hype this game is building. How many people are wanting to play it on console? Yep. You know, it just uh, reached the number one spot for most active players on Steam. It just beat out Dota two. I knew it had spot. most downloads. I didn't know it had most. Uh... <laughs> Jeez. Most this thing exploded. It exploded in like three months. It took over Steam. Like that's crazy. It's crazy. That's how good the game is, though. Yeah, it's it's just one level. It's one giant level. It's one. It's one map. We yeah. all know it, like the back of our head. Yeah. But it doesn't make it any less fun, you know. Yeah. Like I always enjoy going back, and I sometimes I do find a new spot, you know. I'm like, oh wow, I've not been here. The uh, the news there is that for now, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, PUBG is only coming to Xbox and PC. So it's out for PCs, and the new one is the new section is coming out for xbox yes and uh the the big announcement during the stage show was that uh, microsoft's going to take over publication for the game Hmm. Um, so they're they're helping them with that aspect of it so they can get it pushed out the door a little quicker Mm -hmm. uh, because they really want it to launch soon on the xbox one x because Mm -hmm. it's going to drive a lot of people to it and I think that it also helps guarantee the, the exclusivity, you know. With oh yeah, Xbox. Because they're not gonna they're not gonna give it to Sony, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like, why would they? This is a killer for them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Game. It only makes sense it, it, that uh, Microsoft would have snatched that up because I don't know which came first, Crackdown or uh, this deal to have PUBG taken on, but. I'm pretty sure that one, that that this one kind of makes up for the other, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's probably what they're thinking too. Mm-hmm. Like, man, we we gotta put something out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's got to release with a game. 
but I, I don't know. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy it again. Yep. Play it on Xbox with my buddies. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> no no qualms. We, we've talked a little bit about uh, Shadow of War, sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Uh, the, the awesome, you know, nemesis system that they have in place. Yes. Um, Incredibly frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they showed off a trailer at Gamescom, and uh, there were some pretty sweet monsters that were included in there that you would need to fight. Oh, for sure, the Balrog. Oh man, like I don't know, man. Like I've always wondered what it would be like to actually have to fight that thing mm-hmm. if you were Gandalf and like you're face to face with that thing. So. And I'm sure that they, I'm, they definitely, I'm sure they took some liberties. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, you can't, it's, I'm sure it's kind of hard. You're going to run out eventually of, uh, you know, Tolkien, uh, based lore monsters. It does look really cool. I don't know. That game's shaping up to be pretty epic. Mm. I, I watched, uh, outside Xbox play like 20 minutes of it the other day. Yeah. I'm like, as much as I don't want to break down and buy this, like they are making it so hard right now because this game. The first one was good. It got a little bit too repetitive for me. And I think I told you about the Nemesis issue I had where I like wiped all but one off yes. the board and he killed me and they uh, all came back. So yes. I just stopped playing. Yep. So I guess that just wasn't the right way to play the game, though. You know, I wasn't playing it right. Apparently. I, I sh- Apparently, I should just go back and try and finish it. I was pretty close. But um, this one, okay, so the last big thing that they really showed was the new Jurassic World game. Yeah, it's uh, Jurassic World Evolution. Uh, Looking at the trailer, it it took me a little bit in the beginning of the trailer to figure out what kind of game it was. Um, I was like this some kind of adventure point and click is that you know uh a survival horror kind of a torox style um but at the at the end of it it kind of reveals it's more like a a park building tycoon style game um mm-hmm. that i'm sure is inevitably going to go awry like and you have to handle that somehow <laughs> oh yeah yeah there was a, a game on the original xbox that was very similar it was jurassic park and it was the same tycoon style. Build your own park and maintain it and whatnot. Um, breed different kinds of, kinds of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this is just the same game. Yeah. You know, f- 15 years later or whatever. Same concept as the as the movie. You know, you create a, a super Tyrannosaurus raptor crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Spent so long trying to figure out if you could. You never stopped to ask if you should. Or something like that. I don't remember. That sounds right. Yeah. Close enough. (laughs) So, Nintendo. Let's talk about Nintendo Nintendo now. (laughs) Quick transition. (laughs) So, how many many Twitter posts did you see of, on Eclipse Day, people holding up their sun and moon cases? Yeah. Did you see that like a hundred times, too? Hilarious. Every single time. (laughs) So clever and original, guys. Man, if only it had been an ultra sun and moon. It would have been an ultra eclipse. Oh, it's bad. My, my, so favorite, bad. my favorite eclipse tweet was 
Now that the eclipse is over, is it safe to stare at the sun again? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. Yeah. The new new re-releases, updated re-releases of the games from last year. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I think it's coming to Switch too, isn't it? I hope so. Switch needs more games. I tell you what, I was walking around uh game uh store affiliate that shall not be named the other day (laughs) (laughs) and i saw just their whole section of switch titles and i got that excitement you know of like i could get i could get a switch i could like oh man i could be back on that (laughs) nintendo excitement that i had when i and i looked at the games and i was like gosh there's like there's like 10 titles here maybe (laughs) yeah oh man zelda splatoon yep uh what arms uh yeah Ryan, that's all. That's like the gimmicky. Yeah, that's like it's a, a boxing game. one. Yeah. Point two. Point two yeah. was uh, we went to a couple of different um, places in Indy that were um, called like they ex- exchange or something like that. I don't remember, but uh, just wall to wall games just all the way back and then it circles around and there's comics big just cases everywhere full of stuff we went to two different locations i didn't i didn't feel tempted to buy a single thing like really yeah i don't know what's happened to me man like it's all (laughs) because the whole time i'm like oh man yeah i could i could spend 20 bucks to get this game That'll sit on my shelf and never get played. Or I could buy something on the Steam Cloud and yep. have it forever. Have it forever. The PCMR corruption. I oh, know. I know, man. That's how I feel. Like I, I was thinking about getting Tom Clancy's Ghost, Ghost Recon, mm-hmm. the new one. And first place I went to was G2A. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how cheap could I get this thing on Steam? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't even think about checking Amazon or you know any anywhere else to see how cheap it was just straight to g2a in the steam store well that's that's the funny thing about this ultra sun and moon announcement is you you that's it's released and uh what else uh also launching pokemon silver and gold you know excellent games i would go for crystal but you know it's all the same thing um the packaging is going to be identical to the original boxes of the game boy advanced era yeah it's just like nostalgia yeah like crazy nostalgia but the lugia and ho you put forth all this effort go in there get a box it's just a download code it's a download code there's no there's no cartridge in that box so you're why man you're not even buying a physical game you're just buying a literal box for the sake of having a box Right. I mean, cool for the collectors, but does this need to be like a mass marketed thing? Oh my god! <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's kind of silly. It's kind of silly. I wonder how much they cost. I what, mean, it's, it's got to be like forty bucks or something yeah. for the game and that box. Yeah. That for the <sighs> to to physically produce it, probably. I don't know, three cents maybe. Three cents yeah. a box. Yeah. Without the logistics and whatnot. Yeah. So, uh, the makers of Rocket League are teaming up with Nintendo, bringing that 
to the switch makes sense if, if unless it's already on the switch it might be um, well they're yeah they're, they're partnered together they're definitely partnered together yeah i mean it, it does just make sense i think a, a lot of the rocket league crowd is probably younger mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a really cool crossover game for people that don't really like sports they don't want to play fifa but they don't mind playing a sports centric game yeah it's a little mini game ish you know <laughs> you don't like fifa what if what if we replace the players with cars <laughs> what if they were cars yeah <laughs> what if you could drive on the ceiling Sounds what if you could use nos what if you could use nos they just keep adding stuff <laughs> and so they're gonna launch with three uh specialty vehicles on the switch themed after mario luigi and samus aran course mm-hmm. samus uh they will all have unique abilities based on those characters yeah, that's supposedly. interesting i don't i i don't know a ton about rocket league um i are the do the cars that are currently in there do those have different abilities from what you play or is this just going to be local one player or you know are you actually going to be able to play with these online so i'm not sure because i play rocket league um it doesn't seem maybe i just haven't played enough of it is the problem i've played probably Mm -hmm. four matches maybe five in my like uh, series league like my one player series league Mm. and as far as i can tell the cars have different attributes but they don't necessarily have like powers or skills you know okay so i'm not sure where this will become a factor and like you said maybe it's something solely for offline play that would have too big of an advantage to be online or something i don't know i need to i need to read more into it but interesting. If you know something about Rocket League, it's something to check out, yeah. look up, and read about. That's what we're here for. We're just kind of pointing you in the right direction. <laughs> check out these bits. <laughs> here's here's these little bits. Now go find the info. All right. So, uh, Blake, how do you feel about the 3DS? The 3DS is a cool device, but if it came down to it, I'd honestly probably pick the new 2DS XL over a 3DS. I would as well. That's uh, kind of my opinion on it right now. Even though I own a 3DS XL. <laughs> what if I told you <laughs> they were coming out with a Super Nintendo styled 3DS XL? Would that make you SNES. want one more than a 2DS? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the NES version of the 3D 3DS XL. It's nothing special. It looks like an NES controller on the top, and that's it. And it's silver. That's there's nothing special no. about it. I mean, it's got like the the red buttons. I guess is something different too, mm-hmm. just like that controller did. But th- I don't know. This one looks cool. It has like the Super Famicom or whatever mm-hmm. on it. Uh, it's launching in Europe on October 13th, and it will be followed shortly after by the Asian area of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, no announcement date for the U.S. though, so I'm wondering if maybe we aren't even going to get it. Mm, interesting. I don't know. So I feel like I'm I'm sure that these are just skins, covers, basically, like printed onto the device. Um, yeah. I assume that's what your NES one is. Yes. I feel like what they should have done was even if it was just like two two to five games that they uh pre-installed on those devices from that era so you get the nas one you've got like 
Super Mario Brothers, um, you know, other NES equivalent titles. <laughs> other <laughs> NES games. And more. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, with the Super NES, they did the same, they do the same thing that if I, if I were into, um, if I were into the handheld market and I saw that, that would definitely be the little thing that would make me go, oh, but that one has Super Nintendo games built into it. I'm like, I gotta yeah, get that one too. Them. Cause I then I want to keep my old it. one and my new one. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. That's a great idea. Because what's it? It doesn't cost Nintendo anything. All no. you'll do is throw three licenses on it, and it's done. Yeah. It's digital. <laughs> it takes <laughs> like, up kilobytes of space. Yeah, yeah. That's. I don't know why they're not doing that, man. Might just be. It might be too much work. Because Nintendo's whole like profile system and like linking stuff to your mm. profile and all that. It's like way too convoluted. For of its course. Good, well, they need like. to figure that out first. Yeah, and then, then they can <laughs> then they can write us the check. There you go. Pay royalties to bit by bit at <laughs> PayPal or something. Uh, Sony! Sony! Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, they're coming out with a new PS4 Slim. Woo! Hooray! Of course. It, yeah. It is Gran Turismo themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually looks really, really good. It is a nice looking console. Comes with a really cool controller. Okay. Not getting released in the United States, so go out, get yourself a VPN, yeah. log into <laughs> the UK's version of Amazon, <laughs> and you can buy these. Um, I don't know, a typical price, one terabyte hard drive, I believe it's going to come with a bunch of unlocks for the new Gran Turismo, maybe even including the new one, I couldn't tell you, but if you're, if you're into that sort of thing, check it out, look it up. <laughs> Uh, Destiny 2 launch trailer was shown. Uh, Blake, do you know very much about the Destiny universe as a whole? I do, more than I want to. <laughs> so so what's uh, what is this revealed in comparison to the first Destiny game? Um, well, that's an interesting question. I also have a question of my own that I want to throw out there, okay. and I would like the community to answer it for me. I'm not going to Google it. I'm not going to try and dig it up. I want somebody out there that knows about Destiny to hit us up at the bitxbitpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know the answer to this question. The number one way to get a hold of us. The number one way. And to be on the show. So... Uh, Destiny 1 revolves around the Traveler. That's the whole thing. It's that white sphere you see on all the Destiny promo art. Mm. Um, It's this thing that has been chased across the universe by this power called the darkness. So it's literally the light versus the darkness. The darkness brings with it all these really hostile aliens that are pretty much trying to capture the Traveler and take its power for themselves. Of course. Utilize its power. And... uh, in the Traveler's great wisdom, it chose humanity to save and actually inherit its power. So it, it comes down, we actually locate it on Mars, then it comes back to Earth, uh, where we are. It spits out this huge golden age of technology, gives us all this cool stuff, all these cool powers and whatnot, which are, they all revolve around your light. Now your light, you get from the Traveler, and mm-hmm. that's what gives you your abilities, okay? Mm-hmm. Stick with me, that's important here in a minute. All right. Um, I'm listening. So this, you got me. Okay, all right. 
So this whole game, you're pretty much just venturing out past Earth onto different planets and pushing the darkness back. And just trying to, like, they're crouching in, the Traveler's power seems to be getting weaker, and uh, you just gotta push them out. And you're, you're actually, it's actually gotten so bad, there's only one city left on Earth. Hmm. And you become a guardian of the city, of the last city. That's what you are in the game. Okay, okay. So, fast forward to Destiny 2. You've done all this stuff. You're, you've become a hero, forged your own legend. That's the whole thing behind the game. And then one group from uh, one of the enemy groups from the first one is called the Cabal. And they're these big hulking, like planet destroyer type enemies. Like they just go and conquer planets across the galaxy and destroy okay. them um, just because they can. That's like what they do. And they have come um, to the universe. You fight a lot of them, but you find out there's a lot of different factions. Well, in Destiny 2, it starts up by bringing in one of the factions you haven't seen yet, and they come in and ravage the last city. Completely destroy the last city and take over the Traveler. They capture the Traveler. Um, So in Destiny 1, you have the Speaker, who is in the Guardian's Tower, which is in the last city. The Speaker communes with the Traveler and, like, interpret it and (laughs) interpret it interprets its will and kind of like leads the guardians you know kind of helping them along their path to you know obtaining and maintaining their light okay um destiny 2 trailer comes out and the first bit of gameplay we see you walk around the corner where the speaker's tower is and it's gone (laughs) it's completely (laughs) crumbled and fallen off of the entire structure so everybody's like where did the speaker go? Oh my goodness. I've talked to him a billion times in my playthrough. I've bought so many things from him. Um, and yeah, so this, the trailer from Gamescom actually showed us, uh, the big baddie from this game. The guy who captures the traveler is holding the speaker hostage. Okay. So anybody that was wondering, or maybe missed that bit in the trailer, I don't know how you would have, it's a pretty big focal point. Um, yeah, the speaker has been captured. So, I don't know. There's there's just a lot going on in Destiny. Like, way too much. Way too much. There's supposed to be, like, a ton of lore this time around. Okay. I don't know. So, if... <laughs> Stop me, please. If they've captured the light... Right, that's what they're what you're saying. Oh, this was this was my question. This okay. was my question okay. for the for the people. If maybe your question's the same as mine. <laughs> it probably is. If... The Traveler has been cut off and captured, and the light is stripped from all the Guardians. How do they still have abilities? Yep, that was my question. <laughs> How do they still have powers? They're like, oh, we got three new supers. Three new supers for your, for your Guardian. Not only hey, do we not get finished, supers. we have more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, your double jumping and your, your magical abilities all stem from the Traveler. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to mm-hmm. me in that regard, but there's probably some little stepping stone in the, the mythos and the lore that I don't know. Oh, yeah, because so. plot. Because plot, yeah. yeah. That's why. Because expanded universe, I don't have time to learn. <laughs> so somebody email us and tell me what I'm missing. It's probably in all those books in Skyrim that I never read. <laughs> <laughs> the lusty Argonian maid. <laughs> the lost chapters. The lost chapters. <laughs> You know a little bit about Destiny. What about Shenmue 3? Shenmue. That's my creative way of saying I know nothing I know. about Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> so to be fair, I don't either. Okay. But I know that Shenmue is a 
big deal. People loved the original games. I think it's one of the original games that actually lets you make choices, and you had repercussions based on them, if I understand it correctly. Shinmu 3, they announced it in 2015, showed off the trailer. Nobody lost their minds Mm -hmm. uh, to the point where Sony was like, you know what? People are so in love with this game and so pumped. We're going to back you. Um, They had already had a Kickstarter going, and this was a huge controversy at the time. So people had backed them with all this money on Kickstarter, and then Sony picked them up, and they're like, okay, so where did all that money go? Like, all the money we pledged to you, why do you even need it now? Like, Sony's giving you all this money to develop it. Anyway, fast forward to 2017, show the new trailer at Gamescom. And it is a substantial difference. Okay. It shows you it, it shows you what AAA backing really gets you. Yeah, you know? that, that'll help a little bit. <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah, money and resources, who knew? <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. It looks really good. Okay. I hope that the fans for it are excited for it. Um, but if you didn't know the new trailer's out and you're a Shinmu fan, go check it out. There's lots of karate. Is it, so is that a fighting game? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let I just know they do a lot of martial arts. Let us know at bitbitxbitpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Please tell us what Shinmu is. Oh, man. Okay. Can we put this aside? Yes. Can let's we put table aside Gamescom, Gamescom for today? Let's, let's table Gamescom. Oh, I'm sweating, man. Like, it was, that was a rough journey that right was like, there. That was like, uh, it's like you eat a giant steak. Like a huge steak or a big burger, and you're like, "Oh man, this is delicious!" But I'm getting them meat sweats. Getting the meat sweats. Gotta take a nap. <laughs> Gotta take a nap. Oh man. All right. So let's let me let's throw a little dessert on that uh, main course there. Um, this is something I've been thinking about. All right. So Disney. Disney is a gigantic corporation. They're no longer just the mouse. You know, no, you know, <laughs> no. Steamboat Willie is no longer their, uh, their, you know, saving grace. They, they own, uh, their, you know, the entire regular Disney catalog for starters, obviously, um, along with Marvel and Star Wars, which we've talked about ad nauseum. Only like 30,000 <laughs> times. <laughs> but, did you know that they also own uh, Walt Disney Records, Hollywood Records? It's all a bunch of ton of music groups. Um, Pixar, Talking Pictures. Uh, they've got a Disney theatrical group, uh, Buena Vista Theatrical Ventures. These, these, and these are all kind of like things that are you're like, okay, yeah, these are all Disney linked things. Disney Mobile, Disney Digital Network, but then they also own like ESPN and like ABC. They and definitely own ABC. Yeah, ABC's a Disney subsidiary. Yeah, that makes sense. A&E. Yeah. Um, yeah. History Network. They own half the shit you watch. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> if not more. So, and then, then those things own things, and then those things own things, and it's this just giant corporation with a mouse ears on top. Yep. So my House question, cards. Yeah, my, my question was, what would Disney have to do to collapse? What would be the thing that would 
make their empire just crumble? Man, it's it's such a difficult question. It's like I almost feel like I'm committing corporate espionage in some degree here. <laughs> no, I think uh, there's definitely ways it could happen. A controversy big enough can destroy a company no matter how what size it is, you know. Mm. I think uh, something that could happen potentially that would turn the majority of the public against them. Okay. You know, all it takes is people pulling their shares. Sure. And, you know, it's not going domino. to see their stuff. And which is highly unlikely. I mean, they're a family friendly company. You know, they're very careful about their image on the surface. On the surface. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. It's it's an interesting company for sure. Because I feel they're, like they have so much stuff that if if one thing falls, they aren't directly associated with it enough that whatever you know i've got one head cut off three comes in its place you know yeah exactly they're a hydra <laughs> they were hydra all along i think dude i don't know I, I don't i really don't know what could happen maybe like the marvel movies don't do well maybe they've got like six in the chamber Mm-hmm. The first one goes down, then they all just keep going down badly, and people stop going to see them, and they've got, like, what, hundreds of millions, if not like a billion dollars invested in movies they've made that no one's going to go see or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. But even at that, Disney loses a billion dollars. It's like... Drop in the bucket. Whatever. We made that on <laughs> Avengers 1, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Do you have any theories? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, my my best guess would have been to ruin all of their big name images. So it would be yeah. it would be it, like, yeah, they have all these extra things, but it would I guess the thing that would make them crumble would be their animation and media aspect, like their yeah. front front and foremost stuff. Um, so if, if, uh, you know, I was going to say Donald Duck came out as a Nazi or something like that, but I think that happened. I, yeah. I was going to say, I think that was actually, that was a propaganda <laughs> cartoon at one point. Um, I think that if, if they ruined star Wars, if they, if they just ruined, oh, man. uh, Marvel, like everything, if, if they bought, everything and then Mm -hmm. just flushed it all just as a way of being like look how much money we have (laughs) that's the whole reason (laughs) we're just we're just buying things to you know show you that we can and that we can make terrible things and it doesn't matter you'll have no choice but to watch them because it will be the only thing man Maybe they're uh, maybe they're the company thought. that opens up the portal to hell in Doom. <laughs> in Doom, yeah, we're doing it for the good of Disneyland. It's for research. <laughs> this is this is Disneyland Hell, Hell Edition. Well, if you have any opinions, if you have any opinions, feel free to write them into uh, bitxbitpodcast@gmail.com. Have you guessed yet that we want you to write into the show? <laughs> yeah, please write in. We don't always have all the information, or maybe we're just not thinking clearly enough. Maybe there's a better theory out there. So if you know how we can destroy Disney, <laughs> you have an idea of how to destroy Disney, 
write it into us. We'll read it on the show. We'll see how plausible we think it is. Um, yeah, and give give our, our little review. But moving on, moving on. You know, I've been raving about Batman lately. I don't know if I've talked about my odd and new Batman obses- obsession. You've been so raving. Have I? You can cut that. That was me trying to make a that so raving joke. Oh, my <laughs> Bet you didn't see that one coming. No, I didn't even see it Ooh. after it happened. <laughs> oh, man. That was terrible. That's, Please cut that whole thing. Funny. Okay. So I've been raving, raving about Batman, and I love the show Gotham now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just all about everything Batman. But I've been watching this show, and it's been Bruce Wayne as a kid, and all the villains when they're young, and seeing all the pieces click into place slowly of mm-hmm. who all these people will become eventually. Really cool concept for mm-hmm. the Batman universe. Now, at the end of Season 3, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for Gotham Season 3, Bruce Wayne is about to take up the mantle. He's about to become Batman. Whoop. Already. All right. I think it's kind of crazy. I almost thought when it was over, that season was over, I was like, Psh, they're going to backtrack on this. Yeah. They're going yeah. to pull it back. They're going to be like, nah, we'll give it another season or two before. Because he's still relatively young. Sure. Uh, you know, he, I don't know, he's 16, almost 16 or something. Okay. Um, but no, they are straight up. He is going to be Batman pretty much in season four shoot um yeah shoot he's already got uh the v1 bat suit he's got like the cowl but it doesn't have the ears oh, and he's got like a tactical vest and stuff on um and like there's little sound bites that are like man i've never felt so alive you know other than being behind this mask or stuff mm. so it's, he's kind of building his mentality already of what he's gonna be swear to me swear to me he said that again in uh the killing joke, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Maybe, yeah. I'm pretty sure he said it. Um, anyway, so that's really cool. Uh, Selena Kyle's been in the show the whole time, too, who obviously will eventually become Catwoman. And uh, her character's really cool. Her and Bruce are almost like boyfriend-girlfriend type deal. Mm-hmm. So their dynamic is strange, but um, or strange compared to what it is typically. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that now, season four, Selena Kyle's going to be kind of herself they're gonna be the what the one we're more familiar with from the comic books, okay. Where she's a little bit of a foil to Batman, not mm. necessarily you know his best friend or yeah. right there with him or anything. So I don't know. I'm as a Batman fan, I'm excited about that. Hey, that's that's awesome, and it gives me all the more reason to uh, jump in on Gotham. Um, I know you've you've talked about it. I'll you know saying that it's totally <laughs> worth watching so many um, times but Probably. still like as far as superhero shows go uh fool me once smallville oh <laughs> like, this is no smallville my friend <laughs> smallville oh, he's man. superman in the last moment of the last episode yep. he can be full-on superman that was the thing it's like Oh, like he became it at one point, but no, that was him as as Kal-El. That wasn't him as Clark Kent. And, uh, like mm, just all these uh, technicalities. <laughs> just oh, give man. us Superman. Oh, but he hasn't flown yet. He like officially. Oh, he just jumps really far. Oh, okay. Oh, he can he can hover. And that wasn't that like <laughs> yeah. a thing? Like he could get a little bit off Ooh. the ground or something. There's one episode where he he had a cold and lost all his powers, so he would have super sneezes to blow open 
like a wall or something like that. Uh, Are you serious? That was so dumb. That's real life. That was I'm real so life. glad I didn't that was watch an that. I didn't. I didn't watch. I would never watch that because I don't like Superman. Oh, sorry, man. Kenny. Not sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Kenny if he's listening. Oh, can we can we move over to the the real comic book universe? Now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jump ship. Avengers. <laughs> 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 These abrupt transitions, <laughs> Avengers. That's what abrupt it is now. Transitions. Abrupt <laughs> transitions. So oh, yeah, I don't know. You want to talk about this? Tony like Stark taking over. <laughs> so like, uh, I got a struggle for this last one. <laughs> oh man. So Tony Stark may or may not have an alien arc reactor in Avengers Four. Yep. <laughs> See into that. So, <laughs> there's <topic>. that. So, <laughs> next topic. So yeah, so this is interesting. We have confirmation that Tony will be in Avengers Four officially. Yep, because he's on set filming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's got we've got these leaked photos of him with a very strange, highly ornate arc reactor in his chest again. It almost looks like. I if I if I saw that I would have assumed it was like a badge from Loki or something like that because it's really green and uh, kind of seems more of his style. But when it's uh, when it's you know on Tony, I mean it's in his chest, and then he's also got this countdown watch. Maybe is that what it is? I don't know. Maybe he's got this watch and it's way too big to be a normal watch. Like it's it's looks i don't know not like a watch i don't know is it like a gauntlet yeah or something? It's, it's like it's like just the straight microchip with these numbers on it that are counting down instead of just a normal watch huh that's interesting i, I don't know i feel like tony's gonna get mortally wounded in infinity war yeah at, what was it uh was it the end of three that he had the surgery the pepper was like, right, you finally need to, you need to get the surgery done. I need you around. I'm, I'm yeah. not sticking around for nothing. And then he like got rid of all the suits and whatever. Threw the arc reactor in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that wasn't bad for anything. No, no. <laughs> when that thing, you know, hits a rock and explodes. It explodes, yeah. Uh, yep. I mean, he did. He got it removed. So something major has to happen mm-hmm. for him to get it put back in. And it's obviously not going to be shrapnel in his heart again. Yeah. Like, we can't we can't reuse that plot. Like, Unless Doctor Strange rewinds time and puts it, <laughs> puts it back I'm gonna, in his heart. I'm going to theorize that this device is as a guardian in origin. Okay. All right. I'm thinking maybe he gets hurt real bad fighting Thanos. Maybe Thanos like punches him in the arc reactor, like in his chest or something. And that really hurts him. Almost kills him. And then they take him to Asgard or something. If Asgard survives Ragnarok. Sure. We don't know what's going to happen there yet. Yeah. But does it, does it make know. sense for it to be a piece of technology or is it like, do you think it's like, if it if it would be Asgard, Asgardian, would it be like a mystic stone, maybe? 
Well, that's when we get into some tricky territory mm-hmm. because as of the original Thor movie, Asgardian magic is just technology. Right, right, that right. It's right, advanced right. way beyond ours to the point where we think it's magic because we don't understand it. Gotcha. So maybe we're dealing with something there, but it also looks a lot like the old arc reactor mm-hmm. as far as that the triangle. blue hue and the yeah. triangle. So maybe Tony has some influence on the design of it when they're trying to save him or something, but yeah. I don't know how that would work. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Russo brothers throw me for a loop over here. Can't <laughs> speculate. But I'm just glad he's in I'm glad he's in Avengers Avengers four. I yeah. think that's that's a good thing. I I don't want him gone yet. Yeah, soon enough. Still. Soon enough, though. I know, I know it's coming. Just one more movie. <laughs> Just one well, more. Well, and then Captain America, who is no longer Captain America. Is that what we decided? Truth. He's going to become Nomad. Nomad, right, right, right. And then that leaves that leaves the Captain America mantle to be taken up by somebody else. So maybe there's this alt Avengers post Thanos thing that happens get a new Iron Man maybe maybe or do you think think they just end him off I think I think it would be a bad move to get rid of him Mm -hmm. I think somebody has got to take up the mantle and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if maybe they leave Iron Man out for just a little while and potentially maybe in the MCU depending on if they could work this out somehow. Maybe Peter Parker steps up. Hey. You know? Uh, some kind of Spider-Man, Iron Man, MASH crossover, you know. I'm all yeah. for it. Sounds great. Or, or maybe he becomes full-on Iron Man okay. when Miles Morales takes over. Oh, Iron yes, Man. that's what I want. I didn't know that's what I wanted until right I now. Know, <laughs> until you said it. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of ways they could go. I think the roadmap for the MCU is kind of up in the air. I'm just so sick the of moment, the but... Peter Parker Spider-Man story. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. At least, I mean, they can't do it again. Now that we've got it, like, what I would consider perfect with Tom Holland. Yeah. Like, don't make it again. Like, well, now that <laughs> Marvel, you know, Marvel is the one that did it. Yeah, so yeah. So now it's like, all right, that's canon, guys. Yep, like, that's it. That's the one. Bother. You see Sony with their cash grab releasing the five movie Spider Man Legacy box <sighs> kit or box no. set this year? No, I didn't see that, but it doesn't surprise me at all. Nope, all three Sam Rainies and both Amazing <laughs> Spider Mans in Ultra HD 4K. Oh man, one box, so you can just take it home and throw it immediately in the garbage. <laughs> immediately in the garbage in one convenient box. <laughs> in one convenient box. Oh, one man. package to throw. Doesn't even take up that much space, and you can just. Oh man, there it's all just digital codes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just digital codes. Oh, oh man. god, man. Okay, it's getting late. You want to? Yep. You want to sign off of here? Yep. I really. I'm gonna say it one more time. Write us. Write something to us. Even if it's hate mail. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> send, send us something. Bitxbitpodcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. First try. First try. They'll never know. Oh, man. I think, uh, we, I mean, we want to get people on the show. We want to see what you're thinking. I mean, we could sit here and talk to each other forever, but if we never know what you're thinking, how are we supposed to play off that, you know? Yeah. What are we, 
we can't ever give you more of what you want and less of what you don't if you don't tell us what that is. Yeah. So, and thanks again, guys, for voting and getting us to podcast late of the month. Uh, yeah. Podcast of the month. That was awesome. It is awesome. We've actually seen uh, some new views roll in on, especially like Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, people are actually showing up and checking us out. I think that has a lot to do with it. So, so welcome, yeah, new listeners. <laughs> But uh, now nah, we appreciate you guys. So we will we will catch y'all next week, episode twenty. Episode oh, twenty. That's this one, right? This is episode twenty. No, this is nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Next one's episode twenty. Next one is episode twenty. <laughs> Can't believe we made it. Oh man. Five more and we beat my record. Shoot. Shoot. And then we can do season two. There we go. <laughs> We're gonna get there. We it's will, gonna be great, eventually. guys. All right. We'll catch you later. Bye. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us today, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, As always, you can rate, comment, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. We really appreciate those things, and uh, the feedback helps shape the show. So if you have a few moments, uh, throw one of those things our way. Uh, If you want to help support us and throw a couple dollars our way, we are on Patreon. Just search for Bit by Bit Podcast, Bit X Bit Podcast. But if you don't have any extra cash to throw our way, you can always support us by uh, voting for us on podcastland.com. That's helping get our name out there, helping us grab some uh, new subscribers, growing our audience, and just uh, giving us more avenues for feedback to improve on the show. Of course, you can reach out to us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, anywhere. Anywhere that you can search on social media, we're there. Look for BitXBit Podcast at BitXBit Podcast. We will see you all next Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. See you later. BitXBit at gmail.com. BitXBit Podcast at gmail.com. Oh my God. Bit by Bit Podcast. BitXBit Podcast. <laughs> BitXBit Podcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. First try. First try. Don't ever know. Oh, man. Welcome. If this is your first episode, I'm sorry. Try a few of the others. (laughs) (laughs) Try again. (laughs) Maybe the news episode wasn't the best place to start.